This is the Chihuahua Geek Actual Play and Community Theater Podcast. Star Wars, the long shot campaign. Episode 12. One small thing. long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Following the Tatooine manhunt, the crew of the Capering Wookiee returns to Nalhutta to ask Nanam the Hutt for a lead on a small scout ship. However, they owe Nanam a favor, and Hutts have long memories. Please enjoy Episode 12 of the Star Wars West End Games campaign, One Small Favor. So, I'm Mike, I'm your Game Master, this is uh, Star Wars Longshot Campaign Session 12, introduce yourself, introduce your character. Um, I'm Brian, I'm playing Zahira Tag, Pilot Extraordinary. Alright, I'm Nick, I'm playing Zakesh Rulag, the Gandvinesman, I punch things and I find things. I'm Chris. I play Gwen DeMarco, I'm a slicer, and I have sometimes I go on frequent benders and I'm unconscious for, for the game. I am BJ, I'm currently playing Corwin Shelve, uh, an aging Jedi, and this is my second session, so I'm still lost. But that's good. It's alright, you'll be done soon. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Jack, I'm playing Quint Maltra, the uh, the resident Red wrench monkey and uh, ship's engineer for the capering wookie. Okay. <laughs> Why do we name our ship Kingsfoil? Ah, it's a lead. Perfect. Too late. He's the one that came up. Because I right. said capering wookie as a lark, and he gets like perfect. Well, it was. It was. Yeah. It's done. All right. No going back. Our next ship <laughs> is the Kingsfoil. All right. Uh, so, so you're on now, Hutta. Now Hutta is uh, here. Yeah. You are at Nanam the Hut's secret compound, so you can basically land in a land in a field, no controlled landing. And he uh, he welcomes you as old friends. Ah, greetings, my friends. I'm so glad that you could make it back to Now Hutta to see your old friend and Dare I say, sponsor, Nanam the Hut, and he you know leads you through his palace of Hutley delights. Um, Twi'leks, as far as the eye can see. Yeah, so many Twi'leks. Uh, what brings you here today, my friends? I see you've been uh, <laughs> very busy uh, making trouble for the for the <coughs> empire. Uh, we usually do. Your names are all over the airwaves, of course, but uh, things like that don't bother me. So, uh, what 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 can Nanam do for you today? We're actually in the market, Nanam, for a small craft, something we'd be able to fit inside the Wookiee. Hmm. Hmm. Which one? By which he means our vessel. Yes. Yes. The the Wookiee that capers. That one. <laughs> 
says, well, uh, I, I think I know just the person to fix you up with. He's right here on Nalhada, and he's, uh, he owes me a certain number of favors, and uh, I'm sure that he will be able to uh, accommodate you uh, and give you his uh, best possible price. If that's agreeable. Uh, his name's uh, Honest Azul, the ship merchant, and he's not far from here, so... Is he always going out of business? Uh, yes, he has a clearance <laughs> sale about every four standard months. <laughs> but uh, he does do quite a business in the type of craft that you're looking for uh, and has the ability to customize, make certain customizations within the uh, tolerances of uh, what the frame of the ship can stand if, if you have the money to pay for it. So, of course we do. So uh Last time uh, you visited Nalhut, I believe I, I was honored to do you a small service. You certainly were, sir. Uh, Are you looking to collect? I, I would ask that, uh, you know, not everything is about money. Most things are about money, but not everything is about money. And, of course, I, I keep very careful track of favors given and favors owed. And I have a small favor to ask of you that can help maybe even things out between us, if that's agreeable to you. What can we do for you? It says, well, there's a planet in the name of the subsector, which I forgot, uh, called Reus 7. Uh, Reus 7 is already marked on the map. And on Reus 7, uh, it's a well, largely industrial planet <clears throat> these days. But there is a, a famous... A uh, place there known as the Broken Tusk. And um, at the Broken Tusk, they do an annual uh, something in the in the line of a tough man championship. Um, okay. And uh, that championship is going to be beginning very soon. Uh, I'm in need of a new bodyguard. Well... So, something of the sort, but something uh, I'm looking for more like a long-term contract. Oh. So I have a contract all written up. Uh, the terms are very favorable. The pay is generous. But I would like you to travel to Reyes 7, uh, attend this tournament. Uh, now, naturally, this is an imperial planet, so you're going to have to have some sort of useful cover while you're there, and that's why this is a... Paying back a favor and not just a simple errand. You're going to have to travel there and find uh, who the best fighter is that's not the champion. Because their champion there, uh, he's been champion for seven consecutive standard years, uh, is not the kind of person I want in my employ. Uh, he's a nasty piece of work. His name's Toll Rain. He's a uh, a Barabel, uh, mm. Barabel shock boxer, and he's uh, known to be cruel and full of rage and uncontrollable. I need someone who's got his wits about him. But uh, I warn you, you know the the uh, the main part of the sport and that they have at the Broken Tusk in in what they call the dual arena is, I mean, people come to watch and spectate and drink and have fun, but also wagering, and so sometimes there is some uh, <coughs> dirty business. So uh, it's not as simple as just watching the tournament and seeing who the challenger is. 
uh, because people might be being paid to throw fights and, and so forth. So I want you to use your best judgment to find me a person who uh, is both trustworthy and also the very best possible bodyguard. That's the first part of this favor. And I'm, I'm doing two for one here because the second part also happens to be in exactly the same place. Okay. Uh, it's come to my attention that uh, on Reyes 7, uh, there is a boffin by the name of Nesk Dulia. And he's currently being held by Imperials. Nesk Dulia possesses information that would benefit me greatly in a financial sense, if you undertake my meaning. Okay. And I worry that the Empire may resort to brutal means to get that information from him. I would like Nesk rescued from the Empire, if at all possible. Okay. And you don't have to bring him back to me, but uh, I do need to have a way to make contact with him once he is rescued. Okay. Is that understood? Would trying to bargain with the hut, or, you know, basically... I think that what Nonam is asking for is a bit much mm-hmm. for what he's already done. And so I was going to see, you know, how do I basically say, you know, that's a bit much, you know, you're going to need to throw something in on this. Okay. No, he's, he, he will, uh... All right. I was going to say, do you want me to roll for that? Like a coercion or a, or a skullduggery or... Uh, or don't you have bargain? No, uh, coercion. Negotiation. Oh, negotiation. Uh, I actually, yeah, same, same rank on that, so. Okay. We have, uh... Hey, hey our you, negotiator's back. Are you better at that? Oh, I'm better at negotiating. Oh, Please tell I me you're better so. at me. Uh, yes, you are. I thought you had business skill, mad business skills. Yeah, I do. Because the hut is good at this. Yeah. I... Yeah, that... So we're supposed to go not just find him, but... Finding him a body is fine. Breaking into an imperial Only thing. the... Only that one aces. Okay. Twenty-two. Okay. Good lord. Good lord. Well, he didn't roll one. Yeah, but volume. Hey. <laughs> he did roll one. Uh, he beat 100. you. So of course he did. He had like seven dice. dice. <laughs> oh no, I rolled too many. I'm sorry. I'm going to re-roll. The wild die is not extra. <laughs> really. <clears throat> Still wow, two yeah. sixes this time. Yeah, two ones. Twenty-one. Uh, he rolled a uh, one on his wild die, though. <clears throat> he says, uh, "What are you asking for, Chris?" I mean, I assume you guys have like a whispered conference to put your hands together. What are we whispering? All right. So seems a bit much, Mister Hut. <laughs> Mister Hut. <laughs> um. Is his first name Pizza? No. Uh, um, you're asking us to go to an empire-held planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, stay long enough to watch, although I'm in favor of watching the Tough Guy Championship, staying long enough to watch the whole thing and not get caught and then find, and then get into 
a secure location and rescue your friend. Uh, I'm not sure that he's being held in a secure location. Is he being held? I believe he's being held, yes. By the Empire? Yes. And that's kind of a secure location by definition, wouldn't you say? You, you got me there. I will admit. Um. So, while we have... What do you want? What are you asking me? Okay. So, hey guys, quick powwow here. What do you think should be the thing? Should we ask for more gear? Should we ask for money? Should we ask for a favor from him? What should we ask for? No more favors. You're already paying back a favor. Okay. And I've already done you another favor by telling forth. you where to get a ship. I have a favor budget that is running in the red with you people. No, no. Um, I don't know. Something to do with our cover story. Like, does he have? I got it. Uniforms, something we can use. I don't know if uniforms would work with our ship, but well, a yeah. uh, scrambler for the registration or whatever—that'd be nice. Or I don't know what the technology would be. Yeah. Oh, I've got stuff like that too, actually. I have an imperial code. Huh? Mm-hmm. So. I'm sorry, Nick, what mm-hmm. was that? Like the thing we did earlier where we like renamed it and all that nonsense? No, just something to mask everything. Mm-hmm. You it's know, um, a, transponder or a cloaking device. No, like uh, a... <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that, that the Star Wars equivalent to new plates. You know, swapping out plates. Okay. Whatever we so want to. That's a, basically a new transponder. Or basically a way we can just keep switching the transponder every hour we want to. Uh, he says, well, since you're not asking me for actual money, I guess uh, I've, I've got a fellow in-house that can probably make that work where you can uh, do that. Uh, well, would you give him permission to board your ship? Under your supervision? Yeah. I'll be there, so sure. All right, very well. We'll make that happen. All right. I mean, otherwise we're otherwise the alarms are going to go off as soon as we get in their space. So, And then we need to go shopping anyways. I want a big gun. It says, well, you'll find uh, plenty of things on uh, Reyes 7. That's a big black market there, so lots of things move in and out. So I'm basically telling you, you'll be able to find a big ass gun on Rias 7. This, this one wants to know how one gets into this tournament. So it's, uh, you sign up. It's, uh, <laughs> they have a, uh, well, I think, I, I don't know the details. You'll have to find out when you get there. You know it's open to all. So. Are you going to enter the contest? Because he's the best. Around, yeah. no one's ever going to keep him oh. Maybe. I feel like it's going to take a while, though. Indeed, not that interesting for everybody. So. What are you talking about? We can punch other creatures into oblivion. Nick, it's me. I've already figured out. It'll be one roll of the dice. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very well. I grow tired of you. Leave. <laughs> <coughs> Go. Aren't you supposed to be role playing as the GM? Burn. <laughs> I have much business to attend to as he, like, fondles a Twi'lek girl and uh, eats a bowl of disgusting worms. And I I feel suddenly uh, gassy. You. 
All right, so you've got... Uh, you want to go talk to Honest Abdul, Azul? Sure. Sure. Okay. You're, you're at Honest Azul's. I don't know. I got to be point on this. I'm just <laughs> looking for anyone at the table that's not asleep. It's <laughs> good. Uh, yes. Uh, will you do whatever he said you were going to do? What were we going to Honest Azul's for? <clears throat> Quint. We were going to get the small ship. Okay. So get this. So. <laughs> Uh, okay, so you get hop in the land speeder, and it's you know a quarter day trip to get to Honest Azul's, okay. and it's a giant. Do you remember the Greek old salvage yards? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an outfit similar to that. Like they seem to do a lot of used ship trading, a little bit of salvaging, kind of a parts operation. And he, uh, there's a great big hangar, uh, you know, Honest Azul's used ship emporium. And there's, you know, acres and acres of used ships. So when you walk in, uh, you're greeted by a small... um, What what was the creature in episode one that was on... The the little guy with wings? Yeah. Toy Darien. The toy dairy. She had to wait just long enough for the universe her choice. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he kind of flutters up and is like, Oh, how are you doing? I'm, I am Honest Azul. How may I serve you today? Honestly. Oh, <laughs> of course. Uh, it's all, I'm always honest. Words are my I understand from my uh, uh, good friend and uh, creditor, <clears throat> uh, Mr. Non-Am the Hut, that uh, you require a, uh, a ship with certain specifications. Yes, we do. He says, well, what are those specifications? Uh, it has to be able to fit inside the cargo hold of a... I'm not exactly sure what those stats are on the walkie. Uh, an overdrive 3Z. An overdrive 3Z. Oh, yes. Well, it has to be able to handle it, um, <clears throat> one... Uh, Gand plus equipment and has to be fast enough to be able to make it fast and agile. Well, doesn't have to be able to uh, make hyperspeed, but this one suggests it be maneuverable, maneuverable enough to do the barn swallow. Uh, not in a, a single seater. That's usually not an option. But uh, yeah, I, I, oh, I think barn swallow into. Oh, into the into uh, yes. Well, if you've got the the piloting skill. I'm sure that won't be a difficulty. We have a number of... Uh, I think what you're looking for yep. is a Z95 Headhunter because uh, that's going to be short enough to fit in your cargo hold. They're, all, they're less than 12 meters in length. But I want the voice. What? <laughs> you want out a voice? You stop talking like the uh, Tidarian. Yeah, which is totally... Yeah, you can't run out of the flat. scene. I, yeah, I just completely like, lost my margin. Oh, it's just this in Eden... Oh, I thought I was still doing it. I'm very hoarse, so I can't control it. So what is your very one? Uh, they're, they're good, reliable ships. Uh, Incom, Subpro, Z95. Uh, do you need to take uh, any situations where you might need to take a passenger? Because a lot of these have been retrofitted for different capabilities. Sure. This Maybe a small cargo. Yes, this, it may be necessary for a passenger or a 
a prisoner. Mm, yes, well, I don't need to know your business, of course, but uh, uh, well, I have one right here. It's the Z95C. This was uh, retrofitted as a courier vessel. Uh, so instead of the normal single seat, it actually, uh, the cockpit was moved forward, make room for a double seat, and uh, down in the body of the craft, uh, certain uh, systems were removed to make uh, room for a uh, 200-kilogram cargo hold. Now, it's not very convenient, because you have to take the seats out and take up the floor and put the thing, whatever it is, in there, and then put it all back together, but it will it will manage a small cargo in addition to uh, a passenger. Okay. And uh, looks, uh, Quinn? Are, are, oh, this, this, this wonders if the life support is connected to this cargo space? Uh, no, no, it has the same uh, life support. Uh, all of these Z95s are set up for one day of consumables. But does the, does the life support go into this? Is it sealed once it's closed up, or is it actually... Getting oh, no, it's part of the cabin. Perfect. So it's just a hold. Yeah. With yes. oxygen and heat. And things so that things in it don't die. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it's considered part of the cabin. Uh, now, the uh, system that had to be removed to make room for that was the concussion missiles. This is unfortunate. However, we can... Uh, and uh, Well, that's what fit in that space previously. Mm-hmm. So we can put those back on, but then you would lose the cargo hold. I think having the cargo hold makes more sense. Can we have one missile with very short passenger? Mm. <laughs> it's kind of an all or nothing. It's a whole system you have to install. You see, even There's for one missile. No need for missiles. I don't no, think. I think we're fine. I think we just need something that basically mm-hmm. the. And I, what I'm using, I'm going to probably more often than not be carrying something with me or someone. Oh, so. she's fast. Uh. Atmospheric speed of uh, 1,150 kilometers per hour. Uh, maneuverability 1D, because that's a thing. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's a it's a good reliable ship. Everyone knows the capabilities of these. Uh, you do have some other. Uh, one of the nice things is the Z95 has the variable geometry wings. So if you need to get it up your ramp, you can kind of fold those in oh. up the ramp. Uh, very familiar with the Overdrive 3Z. Uh, you have a couple <laughs> of options. Uh, these can be outfitted with hyperdrive. Not needed. So you could, if you have your own astromech droid, you could put the astromech droid in the second seat which, which as your uh, hyperdrive computer. It's like like those new fan-dangled uh, X-Wings. Wait a second. Isn't this one of those ships that the clones used? Never mind. Maybe. I mean, it's the predecessor to the X-Wing, uh, for whatever that's worth. So so that's an option. Uh, you can do weapons upgrades and shield upgrades uh, at a cost, of course. Mm-hmm. And we're fully equipped to do that, if you would like. How much is this thing going to cost us? Uh, with the additional uh, cargo and uh, passenger capacity, it's 55,000 credits. That's my cost. Okay. How much to uh, do the upgrades to it? Uh, well, you can get, you'll never get the missiles back if you need the cargo, <coughs> but we can, uh, That's fine. we can, uh, amp up your blasters, uh, 5,000 credits to raise that from a 3D to a 4D, and, uh, 5,000 credits, sorry, 10,000 credits on the shields can raise those from a 1D to a 2D. Well, as it sits, we have 76,000, so the base ship is 55 add-ons take it up to 70 if we want to do the add-ons. Um, 
I'm a fan of not dying in the event I'm in this ship. You're a wise gan, sir. It's probably one of the shields. Pansy. What are you talking about, dude? Just forget the cannons. All we need to do is just make sure that there's holes so you can put this your one, arms This one wonders if there is a ship that is actually a drill that will just ram into ships and drill me inside of them. <laughs> no. But I like your sense of humor. Wait. You don't, you don't have a sense of humor. I, w- I will crack my shit, Kitan. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> I... It's up to the group. I mean, this is going to be a significant chunk of our savings if we do this. What else are we going to spend on? Um, guns, 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 more That's guns. That's true. We a big gun for him. I mean, what, what is Which is worse? Are talking about well, a big gun? Or one thing to remember, though, is... In a way, with your new transponder... And we still have the dude's <clears throat> head to trade in. You've got 50000 coming yes. with trading in uh, Silas Mott. Yeah, I thought we'd do the upgrades then. What is our basic goal for this ship? Is it, uh, to allow the Gan to go do Gandy things. It gives us, because we now have enough people that we have an extra person floating around. So in the event our ship gets into combat, somebody can take this ship out and fight alongside of us. It also okay, so allows, gonna, it also allows allow you to be a taxi or uh, it, it also board. allows... So then we're definitely going to want to put up shield and blaster. All right, so I'm still voting we give the upgrades because I don't think we're going to use the money, especially because there's, what, two or three sessions we, left from our mini Oh, yeah, oh yeah, so metagamey. Be ashamed of yourself. I am. Well, we've, we've got another 50,000. Not about us. Plus whatever I get for maybe winning said tournament and things. But uh, it'll make us money because you'll be able to do more bounty hunter stuff. Yes. At which we get a cut. Right. Right. Okay. right. Yeah, by, by which we mean that, you know, I share everything into the pot and then we're good to go. Right. Because you, you know, you insectoid races, races believe in hive economics. Yes. yes. Okay. Alright, so upgrades? Yes. Okay. <laughs> 70,000? <000. laughs> so we're going to do like a V wing. Oh. Well, good. Piling's agility. I'm not horrible on that. That's good. And that's got uh, 1D maneuverability, so you add one to it. Okay. Super. Well, we'll make those modifications and you can pick it up. Uh, this afternoon. I went out of maxim again. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. You're, just, you're making my suspension of disbelief look really hard tonight, Mark. I don't think So any other <clears throat> business you want to take care of? I mean, we can... We can screen wipe to the next day or something. Yeah. I Sure. Is there an Imperial on this planet that I can drop the bounty off The starport, as a matter of fact. I either that or we should wait till we get to Risa for me to do it, but I don't see an unnecessary reason for that. Okay. Uh, I'm, I unless, I'm, unless I'm doing it for uh, intimidation factor. Mm, it, yeah, not really, because it would be different places on Reyes. Okay. Yeah, just uh, give it another one. Okay, so yeah, you load up your uh, coffin with the remains of Silas Mott. Uh, you've got documentation to go along with it, so... Um, uh, the Imperial Prefect there is astonished and amazed, and it takes a few hours while they verify and mm-hmm. do all this stuff, but at the end of it, you know, they go over your uh, forged bounty hunter paperwork. I think it's an actual one. Oh, that's right. It is. Uh, <laughs> it was actual bounty hunter paperwork that you changed the name on. Something like that, yeah. So they, they Which officially makes it a forgery, but... Yeah, yeah. So, so they are impressed, and they pay you fifty thousand credits. 
and uh, that hits also hits the uh, newsworks. Seedless Mott, eleven-year-old cold case solved. Maybe a Cooper this time. Boom, boom. That's actually not far off. Okay, so there you go. You got your you got your ship. You got your ship. You got the dead body off of the ship. It smells better. Glade. Was he on ice or something? He was, yeah, I don't know. he was he pretty mummified. Just strapped to the outside of the ship. <laughs> he, he had had quite a few years to dry out mm. inside of the guts of that. Oh, okay, worm. that's right. Not sandworm. Totally not a sandworm. Uh, so what do you want to do? Go. We'll punch it, Chewy. Sure. Um, so you plug in coordinates for Reyes 7 and astrogate heroically. All right. Uh, so, you seven days of hyper travel brings you to Reyes 7. Anything anyone does during these seven boring days in hyperspace? Just um, Just level up, basically. Yeah. I, I, I try and fix the auto chef to uh, speak something other than Eric in French. Uh, give me a uh, computers. Because that would be droid programming. Uh, 14, but I got one on the wild die. All right, you do manage to fix it so that it speaks something other than French. It now speaks French and Arabic. I thought you were going to say loud, angry Italian. <laughs> 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 yeah. The other, other romance language. <laughs> it's doing, it now does bistromatics. <laughs> <laughs> Bone gare. Just added to our speed. Right. That's the good thing. Sings everything in opera now, so you can't, can't understand it. Yeah. The time is relative. I know we shouldn't have got the Pavarotti package. Uh, so you make it to Reyes 7. Uh, let's see here. Here's your immersion. Here's your fucking immersion. <laughs> the planet Reyes 7 was once a lush and green planet known for its scenic splendor and mild climate. In those days, Reyes 7 was a prime food producer for several colony worlds and gained a reputation for being a pleasant, if boring, place to visit. The industrial giants of the Old Republic figured out that with large amounts of land on Reyes essentially up for grabs, they could purchase sites for food production facilities at a low price. In a matter of a few years, the planet had been bought out from under the Reyusi, the near-human natives of the planet, allowed to remain on their land as tenants, the Reusi have seen their planet devastated by ruthless companies during the last few hundred years. Now the world is home to another kind of poison, the criminal organization of Torel Vorn. Reus 7 is now the industrial juggernaut of Port Moac Sector. The Reusi communities have ceased to exist, starved out by the cessation of food production on their home planet. Uh, it now stands as a warning of just how badly a world can be abused. The atmosphere is loaded with toxins and the rain is highly acidic. While the rain never really stops, it sometimes slackens to a fine mist, which is still dangerous to breathe, but can be tolerated for short periods. So, I mean, when you arrive, it's like, welcome to Reyes 7, here's your mask that lets you breathe. I'm fine. Okay. Mask that lets us breathe. <laughs> uh, I thought this was supposed to be science fiction. Oh. I went deep. I'm sorry. Oh. Let's move on. All right, so 
Yeah, it's it's now just basically this bleak Blade Runner uh, industrial corporate world with factories and people living in little slave tenements, basically, and all kinds of ill-gotten entertainment. And it's, uh, you know, it is an imperial planet, but it is run by, um, more by Torel Vorn, the crime lord, uh, than anyone else. So with your new uh, Flip the Plates transponder, you're able to make a uh, landing if you wish to land the ship there, or you can make other plans. Other uh, Reyes 7 does have two moons, so one old spacer trick you might know of is like put it in a polar orbit around an uninhabited moon, or put it in a reverse orbit around a moon so it's always on the back side of the planet as the moon goes around, and then you could like shuttle people one at a time in the little uh, ex- uh, headhunter. Seems like it would take a long time and cost and resources. Oh, it's better than, you know, exposing ourselves. I'm lazy. I'll just like... Okay. And like refuel and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so deduct 5,000 for all of your docking, fueling, miscellaneous expenses while on Reyes 7. That's... Ground transportation, you have a <coughs> speeder, a big speeder that can carry everyone, but there are also like these public transportation kind of... Uh, I remember we got two speeders because I've still got yeah, the rental. Oh, Jesus. Where are we fitting all this stuff? You have a huge cargo space. What is this, Schrodinger's cargo space? Look at how big these are. You have three giant cargo spaces and you've never hauled any fucking cargo. <laughs> just fill it up with toys. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we did haul whole cargo one time. Right at the start. Yeah. There's like fruit or something. A bunch of, yeah, well you didn't take the fruit, but there was like a bunch of industrial parts or something. Yeah. So there's the diseased fruit. I mean, like a half attempt to actually be a traitor. So and we realized that was boring and got out That's of it. boring. Let's not do this. <laughs> he was like shocked I asked the price on something. <laughs> Wait. Uh, you're actually... Well... <laughs> Sorry. There are also, like, there's public transportation of sorts. It's like these iron cubes the, the, that float around and, like, do a bus route. And people get on and off of them to go to their... Miserable jobs from their miserable tenements. Which uh, are floating spheres? Sure. Why would they be spheres? That's so impractical. Because they're Dyson spheres. Because we're in object land, never mind. What? Are you in Flatland? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> because Star Wars uses spheres and Star Trek uses cubes. That's not true. Star Trek uses both. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So are you okay. going to get around by the speeder or get around by public transportation? Speeder. Yes. Sure. Go in style. And yes. you don't trust when anyone else is driving, right? Nope. And we don't have exact change on so. yeah. Plus, it's just, why would, why, why would you take public transportation if you didn't have Right. Uh, we are masters of our own destiny and fate and speed. Fuel economy. Uh, you spend some time looking around and eventually find the Broken Tusk. And it's about the equivalent of three in the afternoon. It turns out the Broken Tusk is, there's a big sign with a picture of a, you know, Broken Tusk. And then the logo is a picture of a Broken Tusk. But it's specifically what kind of tusk. 
It looks like a Gamorian tusk. Hmm. Uh, which is interesting. just there to be interesting. And it doesn't appear to be open in the afternoon. It has hours that, you know, the fun begins at 7 p.m. It's happy. Yeah. Wow, this sounds like an excellent time to go shopping. And the... Uh, it looks like it's not just a building. It actually is a crashed, rather good-sized spacecraft that has, like, landed and smashed into an empty warehouse. And then they said, looks good. We'll just, <laughs> you know, Some expanding foam in fix there. that up a little bit and, and we'll turn it into a uh, entertainment place. So, so like, the main, the main door is the big blast doors to get on the ship. Um, but not much happening right now. The rain uh, drizzles <laughs> depressingly. There's little street rat kids running around, starting to death. Are we incognito? Would it do us any good to sneak out here, or should we just wait for the official? Well, when, what do you mean incognito? I mean, are we going around advertising who we are? No, we're just being I mean, Are we skulking around trying to find things, or are we just doing the normal course of business at the establishment? I would almost think that skulking would make us more of a target, or more... If somebody notices us, we'd be more noticed. That's terrible English. And this one has no reason to skulk either way, so... Alright. Yeah. There's not, there's not like, a big police presence around. And other, just other than at the starboard, there was... Well enough to know if it would gain us anything to try to find a way inside the board. So, oh. That's... That was my... Oh. But if we're just we going to use it in the course of business, then... Sorry? Where the Bothan is being held. Um, you know what? That might not be a bad idea to case that place while we're waiting. Okay. we got to find out where he is, though. So so are you going to go shopping or case it? Um, Jeepers, do we need we more can, stuff? I want to go shopping. Do I need a big gun. That's true. Because huh? I can spend like two hours doing my husband <clears throat> nonsense and then go finding. You do that. I'm going to go get my absurdly large gun. Okay. Right. I'll have to find my stats again. Sorry. Um, what are the rules on this fancy brawl fight nonsense? You will have to ask when you get in. Okay. Two men enter, well, one man like leaves. Specific, like you can only use this type of weapon, or you can't use weapons, or... There are rules, but uh, Non-Am did not know them. Okay. So, didn't know the particulars. So you're... Yes, you you go shopping. You find the black market place for the guns. Mm-hmm. Write your stats down. Spend the appropriate amount of money. That's, that's what I'm doing. Okay, I'm trying not to be a distraction. No, that's just that's what you're doing. Yeah. Is there anything you want to do, Gwen, specifically? Nope. I just wanted to find them. You know, so any. But he's gonna do a find. Well, you can. You could do like a. Internet search, for lack of a better term. Yeah, with the check the the web. Okay. All right, give me a computers. Like you've got a data pad right on your wrist, hooked up to the Wi-Fi, the global Wi-Fi. Man, I can't wait for global Wi-Fi. Need a thirteen. Oh, eighteen. Okay. Uh, yeah, you like. Hey, what's up with those boffins on Radio Seven, Google, and. (laughs) Star Google. Garble. Garble. <laughs> Star Wars, it's Bing. No. 
I mean, the other empire, so. <laughs> Imperial being. So, yeah, you do your search, and uh, you don't find don't anything. for Google on Bing. <laughs> really, one time I opened up the Internet Explorer. Like, using Internet Explorer to download, to download Chrome. Chrome. That's yeah. basically it. Yep. So you fire up your applet mm-hmm. and search for... Do a, you don't find anything about this guy's name specifically, but like Bothans, and you get a bunch of recent news articles about um, Bothan, uh, fourth Bothan found dead near the Broken Tusk. That's a lot of Bothans. That's a lot of Bothans. Many Bothans die. I wasn't going there. Uh, and and like you know, so out of the crime blotter, and it's like oh, another Bothan body was found on the street. Uh, Battered Bothan body. Uh, you know, one found Monday uh, in the gutter. Another one found in an aqueduct on Tuesday. All of them have been stripped. Just found naked, no ID, no nothing. Well, I mean, they Died. Are, they uh, are Bothans, so they don't necessarily have to wear clothes anyway. But they kind of do. They like the little leather vests. Yeah. So the morgue is staying in business, uh, you know, safe lately because there's a lot of Bothan body work. Business is Bothan. That's very Chippewa Valley geek. Thank you. Great <laughs> uh, continue. I just needed to contribute something. Uh, so ashamed. Each of them was badly beaten and scorched. Carbon scorched on my Scorched. Yeah, so they showed signs of being like really viciously beaten and then um, almost like electrical scorching on their bodies. The fur was singed. And so what would do something like that? Maybe the biscuit parent. Maybe blasters, maybe electricity. Torture. I mean, yeah, um, maybe torture. This one would like to ask What's your Quint? Name, Jack? Quint to maybe get some uh, conductive wire threading while you're out shopping. Like some ground cable? Thin enough to <laughs> weave into clothes and things. Oh, perhaps. It's not even needed. I'll just get the requisite equipment. No big deal. I don't know if this would work or not. My thought is I can weave something in and then down into the ground. So wherever I'm standing, I'm technically grounded. So when dude punches me with electrically nonsense. I know, I know what you're thinking. I and don't think that would work. But There's a specific type of armor for that. Okay. But and, anyway. I read the book. Never mind. Move oh. on. Move on. All right. Put it away. So yeah, there's that. Okay. I changed my So, mind. like, what are... The Duck 3500. Uh, if I may. Are we broke now? Is there, like... What is you the... gave him the credit card? <laughs> <laughs> I changed my mind. I found something even better. I'm sorry, Chris. What is the, like, the status of Bothans? What, like, what... They are... Are they, like, the... The illegal immigrants of... No, they are their own species, of course. And, yes, but I mean, um, so why would somebody or something be targeting Bothans? Well, that's a good question. Um, Depends on what dirty work they were doing. That's a, that's a Bothan. That's a Bothan. So they're kind of described as being felomoid, but they look more dogoid. They, oh, that's oh, a I thought they looked cat. kind of... They look like they're a supposed llama. to look like cats. Yeah. Like cat really? people. Huh, that would go with goat. Yeah, they're supposed to look like fel- humanoid felines. I've never seen them. Just like cat people. Depicted like that. And I've got some Botham minis downstairs. Just watch the documentary about That's cats. Okay. We can melt them. We can torture them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I haven't they're, they're not myself. A, 
common species on this planet, so that's a little bit why it's remarkable. In terms of their status, there isn't really like any sort of you know, class or species status that would make them better or worse on this planet. But it is unusual to see Bothans like it's a it's a you know hundredth of one percent of the population. So having four of them turn up in a week in the same area, dead of the same sorts of injuries is kind of like, huh, that's that's weird. Lots of people turn up dead of all kinds of injuries, but that's that's almost what makes it newsworthy. Is like, huh? There's there's some kind of pattern happening here with these Bothan people. Runaway teenage girls. They are goth <laughs> Bothans. Goth Gothans. What is uh, Corwin Shelby doing? Getting a drink. Yeah, there are places to get a drink. <laughs> I'm old. I've seen the world. I need a drink. Wait for that place to open up. All right. So are you casing the joint, as it were? Yeah, I'll keep an eye on it. And how about... Uh, I'm hoping there's like a bar across the street. Yeah, there's a bar on the same block. That's okay. just a watering hole. So you're up? I guess I'll find a local e-book store. Okay. I, got, I have no personal agenda, so I'll okay. mingle. So uh, you're in your friendly little place getting a drink. And uh, give me, an, keeping an eye, of course, on the uh, rusty bucket over there, the broken tusk. Uh, give me an awareness check. Fifteen. Fifteen, okay. It gets to be about 6 p.m. You're on, you know, your third pan-galactic cargo blaster. And uh, there's no activity at the front. Like, nothing. no one's going in or out. But... Like I said, it's a spaceship crashed into yeah. an empty warehouse, and you know you kind of took a loop around it and saw it's got like like loading doors in the back, yep. or you know for when it was a warehouse, and uh, you see a uh, land speeder with like a closed canopy come cruising out from behind there and just and take off down the street. I go check it out. Why not? What are you checking out? The where it came from. <coughs> Oh, okay. You go around back, and yeah. uh, <coughs> must have come from back there, but there's nothing going on. I mean, the door's closed. It looks locked. It looks the same, but it couldn't have, like, yeah. I mean, it came from there, obviously, but there, you don't seem, see anything else going on. All right. Mm. I'll just lean against the wall back there and wait a while. Okay. Kind of hidden back there. All right. Are you so, trying to uh, actually... Hide yourself? Not actually hide, but, you know, if there's some crates back there or something, just kind of stay. Okay. Lean on one of those or something and drink a drink or whatever. S- smoke a uh, dust stick. Just your lighter. <laughs> yeah. You hang out there for about 20 minutes, killing some time, and then the uh, the little person door next to the big loading door, like, unlocks, and uh, a dude comes walking out, and he is... It's probably not in here, huh? Uh, minus the armor and the knives, he looks like that. Okay. Big reptilian dude. Really big. Two and a half meters tall. Full of muscle. Uh, beady red eyes. Big sharp teeth. And he's just kind of like... Kind of whistles and walks off. <laughs> okay. If only my lizard lips could whistle. 
<laughs> I would whistle casually. He doesn't notice you. Okay. No debating ball. Go check out the door. Go in there out. Go for it. All right. So check out the door. Something. Uh, locked behind him. Seems to be locked. Uh, let's see. It's only one D. Well, is it a specific type of? No, I was just there a specific. I was uh, like data pad next to the door. It was essentially just going to drag something. So when you tried to shoot electricity, yeah, to me, it's it got a like a your standard door lock data pad. It's not a right. not a master okay. lock. Don't need anything, so don't worry about it. How about this? Instead of me trying to find something, may I use? I guess the closest one would be mechanics. I'm gonna try and jerry rig up a. Stop worrying about it. Shut up. You asked about it. I'm gonna make it work. A suit to basically nullify Mr. Shot Club's ability. Okay. Give me a mechanics check. I got. I knitted you the sweater. Into his face. Well, no. I, I just you know out of cables. Just it's a cable knit sweater. <laughs> it's stylish and practical. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Find some insulating material and make a suit out of it for you. Electrifying. I already. Uh, I. Nineteen. He makes you the world's ugliest Christmas sweater. <laughs> <laughs> this one will treasure it forever. It's got lights. <laughs> it just keeps flash staring is, at it. Flash is bounty. Trying to go uh, with a nineteen. Really? Wow. What? Uh, I'll give you 1D of electrical protection. So 1D added toughness. Do I, do I have to add this? But you have to, have to actually wear it. I have to wear this instead of my bounty hunter armor? <laughs> no, no, you can wear it over. No, it's, uh, it's a modification. It's armor. Bounty hunter at large. <laughs> it's basically like Boba Fett wearing a Christmas sweater on top of the Oh, it's really funny. Documentary yeah. To see what Boba Fett yeah. Like. I, and I'm okay with that. And on the back, and on the back, it says Maybe. Bug Life. 1D is 1D. I mean. I have to let my inner my inner max are out sometimes. <laughs> so did okay. you get your gun? Yes. Okay. And you made a. Yeah, it cost uh, what was it? Five thousand. Thirty five hundred. Thirty five hundred. Okay. Um, I didn't get the other gun because I found something better. Great. This is where you could find X items, which I haven't really let you find yet. So you found it. Uh <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry. Can I find a battle mech? No. A mech suit? No. Hot body armor? No. Damn. All right. Fuck you. <laughs> what? I have to do something. <laughs> the hot body armor? <laughs> so you hang around, and nothing else happens till the place opens. Okay. Uh, uh, out front, you know, the proprietors walk up, and it's a couple of Gamorians. A... One dude looks astonishingly large and stupid, even for a Camorian. <laughs> and he has a broken tusk. And the other dude is astonishingly small and skinny and dressed in kind of like fancy clothes. Their names aren't Laurel and Hardy, are they? They are sort of the Laurel and Hardy of Gamorians. I didn't say it when I was talking for Nanam, but he probably mentioned that their names are Gorge and Greel. Or the proprietors of the broken tusk. So you see them come in and open up, and uh, some of the staff comes in and you know starts setting up the bar and uh, getting things going. And the lights come on, and you know 
people start uh, filtering in for the evening's fun and festivities. And you all run your errands. Or did you do the <coughs> Feinsman thing? Yes. Okay. So you now get a plus two D on things related specifically to tracking down the location of Nesk Dilia. Yes. It does not let you know where he is, though. Correct. Okay. So yeah, the bar is open. <laughs> All right, uh, it's filling up, and the place picture, um, <coughs> like the surviving part of the ship, really was this big enterprise-like saucer component. Uh, so it's got concentric rings that get lower and lower, with tables, and you know, and it's got sort of bars on each level, or and uh, and then down in the center is the dual arena, which is like all glassed in, it's a big, you know, think Robot Wars or something like that, a big circular arena, all glassed in and plastisteel, 15 meters high, with like little support rooms around it where people can come in and get changed or do whatever and then go through the door into the arena. The big, dumb Gamorian is uh, at the door doing, taking the cover charge and is clearly like a bouncer sort of guy and the, uh, the skinny one is getting ready to go down into the pit and do the microphone thing. Which is funny because Gamorians don't talk. They don't? Uh, they they don't have voice boxes. So. Mm. But he's got, apparently this one has a, <coughs> like the thing that, uh, <laughs> what? what the, smokers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Broken Tusk. I'm not going to keep doing that. Uh, Fuck, man. You're ruining my whole experience. Mercy, (laughs) motherfucker. Uh, You've come for the Tournament of Champions. Uh, Stay for the pancakes. (laughs) He announces all the drink specials. And... uh, Says we've got a good lineup for you over the next couple of days. Scratch that. Over the next two days. That's like a couple of days. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I wasn't gonna say. <clears throat> we have uh, winners from our battles all this year are competing in a tournament of sixteen, a single elimination tournament, to for the right to challenge our champion, Toll Rain. And, uh, you know, the crowd, yeah! And uh, one of the doors in the arena opens, and this giant, lizardy looking Barabelle dude comes out, and he's all in this, like, psycho Conan armor, and he starts, like, going through this whole flurry of jabs and punches and, you know, awesome-looking uh, <laughs> uh, martial arts, and he's got these gloves on, and as he's punching, it's making like these electric shocks, and you know these bolts of electricity are coming out of it. And it's like, yeah, and you know, a great big shock when he bump, busts them together, and, and the crowd's going nuts because uh, he's been undefeated for seven straight years. Huh. So he's getting old, is what you're saying. So how, how do I go about entering into this tournament? Mm, ask at the bar. Sure. Bartender says, well, you've got to win. Normally you have to win a uh, 
one of the regular fights during the year. But I'll tell you what, if we have any anyone drop out, then uh, we'll have an open slot and we'll need it filled because it's a. If we don't have sixteen, it doesn't work because it's Swiss. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever the equivalent of Swiss in Star Wars is. No, it's just like a regular. It's not Swiss. It's a simple oh, elimination. Yeah, Swiss is <laughs> like a fucking so round. What round is it? it? Get on your data pad. See if any of the other fighters are wanted. We'll take them out. Collect the bounty on them so he can get a spot in the fight. Oh, I was just going to delete a name from the file, but <laughs> that is way less elaborate. It's not next morning. I was going to say I'm going to do the math on sponsoring the next tournament and combine it with like a speed dating event, so it can be a singles elimination tournament. <sighs> The place is filling up. A lot of people are talking. People are already like, you know, bookies are wandering around with their little like tray of making book and taking bets and that kind of thing. And uh, uh, they announce the contestants, and uh, there's 16 of them. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see if you're watching these dudes come out. Wake up and give me a streetwise. God, Mike, your fucking games are so fucking boring. <laughs> this is what happens when you make me roll. I'm from the big city, man. Eight. I'm too worried about catching Ebola or something. Fifteen with a one on the wild die. <laughs> do you re-roll these? Yeah, you do. Twenty-six. Okay. 15 with a 1, 26, 8, and 22. Okay, you two, Quint and Zakesh, I mean, Zakesh, you're like, you're sizing these people up and you know how to do it. Quint's been around for a while, been around the block a few times. Yeah. Has been punched around the block a few times by people like these. And these dudes come out, and uh, it seems like really what you've got here is 11 kind of no names. Just tough, scary dudes, mm-hmm. you know, that get announced and like people are like, yeah, you know, yeah, I saw him last Thursday. He was okay. And uh, five that seem that get a little more applause and look like they've got a little better training or a little better skill. There's uh, that kind of stand out. One of them is Urkana, a Wookiee warrior. Comes out all Wookiee-like and impressive with. Some kind of Wookiee battle axe thing. Uh, Zomil is a Defel assassin. Uh, you don't know that he's an assassin. And he's got like this one. Oh, he looks like a demon and he's got a whip. He looks pretty scary. I mean, like actual bat wings and shit, right? Like a furry demon. Norin Vax comes out. This is a human. And he's got kind of a Jedi shtick happening. So he has a lightsaber and stuff. And he does some moves with it. You watch, and you're like, that ain't how you use the Force, man. That's effed up. That ain't right. But he seems like he's had some training, and he kind of knows what he's doing. Okay. And then, uh... Dark side. Toll Rain, of course, but he doesn't... He's... <coughs> doesn't have to compete in the tournament. He's the... He's the end boss. Mm-hmm. And then, uh... Another guy who's a species you've never seen before. He's human... Ish, he's got really weird tattoos, 
Uh, and they, they introduce Miss Bryn Chacall to Chacall. Fucking Star Wars names. T apostrophe S H K A L. That's how you make it alien. You just add a couple apostrophes. Yeah. And he is uh, tall and lean and not over muscled. And he comes out, it has like long dark hair. Looks something like that. Again, very crude. We have a low yeah. art budget for this project, this RPG project. Looks something like that. So, like wearing a loose fitting tunic and black pants. And he doesn't really do any flourishing or any fancy shit, mm-hmm. but he gets like a lot of applause. And uh, so that's who's competing. And then a bunch of like, eh, you know, dudes. So. Greel still has the mic, and he's like, here's our, here's our contestants, and they'll be battling it out. And, you know, here's our first elimination round up on the board, and it has eight contests shown. And everyone, like, goes out and uh, to get ready or whatever, you know, mingle with the crowd. And uh, he says, well, let's explain the rules. The rules in the dual arena are no ranged weapons. That's it. Okay. Other than that, anything else goes. The winner advances to the next round. The loser gets to go see the well. They have like an auto dock or a dock bot, so that's like a big part of the fun. Is uh, you know when they drag the wounded person out, you know they're going dock bot, dock bot, dock bot. You know they have an auto dock, not dock bot. But before they get the festivities started, the fighters actually come out into the crowd. And, like, greet their fans and walk around and, you know, people are, it's kind of like uh, handicapping a horse race. You know, people are like, well, how do you feel, Jeff? Mm. I feel strong. I think I've got good chances. And they put the, the matches up on the board. Hire somebody from here. So is there anyone you want to talk to? Let me put it that way. I want to talk to the guy, the last guy. The Brim, the, the Dristower looking like? Hmm? The, never mind. The last guy that you showed. Yeah, the draw guy. He he uh, he seems very soft spoken. So he's just kind of people are like, oh, we love you, Brad. You know, you're awesome. And he's like, no, 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 thanks, thanks. That's nice. And he circulates around and gets to you. He's like, hello, I haven't seen you here before. You here for the you know fights? Mm-hmm. I'm actually here. Uh, uh, on behalf of a business, on a business mission, mm. uh, a client who is looking for a security detail, a bodyguard. Oh, it's very interesting. So, have you ever done that kind of work? Well, um, long ago and far away, yes, I have. But I'm kind of at loose ends now, so I'm trying to uh, do this for the little bit of money. So you don't look the type for this sort of adventure. That can be a benefit in the bodyguarding business. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. Because people tend to underestimate you. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Do you have problems with huts? Um, no. Mm-hmm. Huts are nice. I mean, <clears throat> for huts. <clears throat> are you interested in some uh, good paying work? Oh yes. All right, we're done here. Something of a refugee from uh, my home planet. 
This is getting What's your home planet? Uh, Nagai. Oh. N-A-G-A-I. Sorry. (laughs) I just had a meta-knowledge kick in. Good. You can explain it to me later, because I don't know this part of the mythology. Okay. Okay. Um, He's almost from out of the galaxy. It's probably not canon. Fuck canon. Um... The Marvel Star Wars comics run after Return of the Jedi, after the Empire was gone, but before anybody thought of the Yuuzhan Vong, uh, they needed to come up with a big bad villain. They needed to come up with a big bad villain, so the Nagai were basically from outside the galaxy and they invaded, and they were what the New Republic fought after the Empire fell in the comics. They had like another 20 issues after Return of the Jedi, and that was the big bad. And they all looked like they all wanted to be David Bowie and Labyrinth. So what's your hook? What do you mean? Well. You mean like, uh, why am, what oh. makes me good? Yeah. I'm fast. I'm real fast. In terms okay. of like dodging punches fast or what are you talking about? Dodging and delivering. Okay. Why don't you just watch? Okay. This is getting a little awkward. Why? It's like watching speed dating in slow motion. I'm fast, baby. Real fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. That's not a good speed dating brag, particularly, is it? No, no, it isn't. It. It's a reason I always win. <laughs> 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 yeah, you. Empty single, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Please send your love letters to Nick at ChippewaValleyGeek.com. <laughs> We're going to make him an email just for this. Guaranteed responses. <laughs> there aren't guaranteed responses. Guaranteed. You heard it here. The Jedi dude comes around and kind of spots you as being something of a kindred spirit, maybe. He's like, hello. 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 <laughs> Uh, I don't swing that way. Uh, so. no, I don't <laughs> Sorry. A little force surge had me uh, confused there for a minute. Uh, you have mighty power. Are like you me. in the same... Did we go to school together or something? I do not know. Huh? I do not remember. Oh. It says, well, that was my first look at uh, Big and Ugly. Was, I need money, but I'm not that stupid. You want to take my place? I'm not stupid either, so uh, probably no. We'll uh, we'll we'll see how you do. Says no. I'm. That's what I'm saying. Is I'm. I think I need to walk away from this. I might know somebody who needs a a seat. Says really. Take your place. Yeah. Can you introduce me? Sure. Okay. I walk over to you. Says oh. That wasn't what I was expecting, but cool. He's looking to leave the fight. Would you care to take his place? That's what I would love to. He has like a, you know, all the contestants have like these stick-on numbers. Yeah. You know, and he's number 14, and he goes, rip, (coughs) and hands you the sticky number. Okay. All right. Want to do this? Sure. All right. So we're going to just, like, round one happens, and... Give me one single martial arts check. Wow. This is make it or don't make it. So this is going to be a two-hit fight. It's going to be... This is is what we call a two-hit fight. You hit them, they hit the floor. 
is just, uh, I know, straight up. 17. You can use one of those two bennies you got. What is your, what is your, uh... My soak? What is your block? Oh, uh, 15. Okay. Use a benny. Reroll your attack. Or add a 6. Well, I guess the advantage you have here is a lot of toughness. Yeah. So let's see if that does any good. 15. Holy shit. 25, 31. Yeah, that would get through. Okay. With what excess? Um, I assume I'm still wearing my armor and nonsense. Yeah. This is physical. My soak is 25. So six makes you wounded. Do you want to... I mean, it doesn't... Actually, it doesn't matter if you get knocked out or not. Uh, do you want to go again? It's a, it's a pride thing. Okay. So he gets he gets the first... So if I wound, I'm down one die? You're down one die. Now you have... Who am I fighting? One of the no-names. Oh, yeah. oh lovely. <laughs> Wait till you come to the name. You have yeah. a character point, which you can spend for an extra die, an extra wild die. Mm-hmm. And you can also use your force point at any time you want. Okay. But it's basically good for one roll. You have to use the character point ahead of time? You Either way. Okay. Twenty for him that time. I know one means I can't use the character point. Is that correct? No, you can still use the character point. You see, a twenty. Yep. Jesus. Spend a many. Sprawls. My my martial arts is just five D. It's usually not that hard to hit something. Well, I guess I'm having it be a contested role, <laughs> so it's not. It's his brawl against your brawl. Sure. Rather than his brawl against your parry and your brawl. Spend a many. Reroll. So even if I add one, I can only possibly get up to 19. It's not enough. Well, it explodes. It's a wild die. Yes. It's one of the six, though. Yeah. Um, is my soul use not too because of the wound? No. Okay. I'll let it happen this time. Okay. Because yeah. you probably won't roll by 15 again. Whoops. <laughs> what did I just say, Mike? <laughs> it, was a, it was a mix of high and low. Uh, 10... 22. Does not beat the soak. Okay. Jesus. So fucking sorry, Nick. <laughs> 23. Wait, what are you doing to me here? All right, um, <laughs> I have a 14 this time, so that's slightly better. Still not going to do it, so... Can I... What were you said? Spend a force point to, like, Knock over his opponent. <laughs> what force skills do you I have? I don't know because I don't technically want them yet. I keep meaning to sit down and spend all of my, but I haven't actually done the math. Uh, you, you can have a moment like use the force, Zakash, you know, where you're lending him a force point. Sure, I'll do that. I can use my own force point too. That's those are one big. I sense that you're hoarding it for force point. Do you have that for the wolf? Yeah. Well, okay. I don't know if it's on self or. You'd have to go ahead and use yours, and I'll throw my next chain of pinch then. I just wanted to feel involved in. Okay, that's important. That's fine. All right, I will use your force point then. All right, it makes you feel happy. All right, so double your dice. No, it's a lot. 
Okay. Beats a 22. Yeah, we're so over 30. Now give him damage. Okay. Is that double two? That's that's really overkill, I think. Since so it's fixed. I, I think it's just enough kill. Fixed points. Yeah, give us just enough kill, please. 19. All right. He is now wounded. All right. For all the glory. I see minus one die for any injury. I took it out already. Okay. This guy is remarkably tough. Oh, you got him this time. He has a 12. Yeah, yeah, about that. Seriously? Um, we currently have a 7, 8, 9. I will use a character point. Okay. I can't because I don't have any character points. Never mind. You have a Benny sitting in front of you, don't oh. you? have a pair of Benny sitting in front of you. I thought I had to use an actual character point. No, no, no. Different <laughs> different currencies. I, I, Benny's. I, I changed the whole... You can't trade Benny's and character points. Okay. Somebody keeps saying character points. So that's yeah, that's because that's the original. Okay, so that adds one wild yep. die. Which oh. is a one. <sighs> Another one. Are you kidding me? Alright, that puts me at four, eight, eleven. Zakesh is miss each other. Zakesh is not bringing his A game today. I'll say. Yeah. This is more like a Z, like not even a B I game. This is like his, get his ass kicked game. Like, yeah, it's like his nice G game. Oh. Twenty-one. <clears throat> I the ones loving it right now. You had too much to drink before you started. For sure. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, you get knocked out in the first round. Okay. Dark butt, dark butt. You get dragged off, yeah. uh, humiliatingly to the. Yep. Auto dock uh, to get healed up, and it's like, ah, thank you for playing. Yep. No name progresses to the next round. So the Jedi drops out. The uh, the ones that you know, the Wookiee does great. The weird uh, Defel guy does really good. And when uh, Bryn comes out, he's like lightning, and he's got these like double bladed knives. You know, so like a blade sticking out of each end that you hold in the middle and he does all these fancy spins and stuff with the knives and like he just launches into the arena in a high flying somersault you know lands behind the guy stabs flips back over him stabs again and it's like done in two seconds okay so dude has serious skills not not a heavy puncher but uh Mm-hmm. You know, no one can even touch him. I think we found our guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he needs to be trustworthy too, though. The it then goes to the uh, semifinal round. The Wookiee beats the <coughs> Defel assassin, and uh, Bryn beats the guy that beat you, who was pretty effing tough. Mm-hmm. And they say, okay. Having a break till the final matchup. Uh, refresh your drinks. Place your bets. Did any, is anyone doing any betting? I guess it's too late. Yeah, I'll bet on Bryn. <laughs> All of our credits. On the previous rounds. Do I have any credits? You have credits as a group. The party has 47,000 credits and 750. I'll put 1,000 on the Wookiee. All right, for the for the final? Yeah. Okay. For, for, yeah. The next round, whatever that is. Well, the final will be Bran against the Wookiee. Oh, well, we're thinking Bran is some kind of. Bran oh, is, is the guy with the, the knives. Guy. Oh fuck it. 
Oh, but we don't want. He doesn't want the winner. He doesn't well, after, want. After he this, doesn't want Toll Rain. Oh, okay. After this okay. round, whoever wins this fights Toll Rain. Right. So it's not really the final round. That's why people are getting confused. Right. It's the final two challengers. Okay. That's what I. That's you bet on one. I'll bet on the other. So no matter what, we come out even. <laughs> His math is undeniable. Almost as though we didn't do it in the first place. <laughs> His math is under. Actually, you would probably still come up behind. Maybe you because, would. Yeah, because of big. Well, then, Here's how we find out who's honest. Make an offer to eat both of them to throw the match. Well, we don't want the them one that honest. Actually, we want them doing what they're supposed to. Well, I thought we had to have an honest, trustworthy person. Taking orders. Right. You know, so... The hut doesn't want a virtue, uh, a paragon of virtue. Are you out of your mind? No, he wants well, someone he who's wants somebody who's going to stay bought. Stay bought, and well, it's not trust. Trustworthy is not really the word. I would go trustworthy, steadfast. Um, sure. Um, he's loyal to the money. Loyalty, not right. Not honesty. Loyalty. So we we paid both fighters to throw the match and see who loses. Mostly because this would amuse me. <laughs> Who are you, Don King? I'm just curious how that would work. I like to keep our King. game master on his toes. I'd like to see him narrate that scene. <laughs> All right. Do you want to do it? Can we try? I'm currently talking to Doc Potts. So oh. right. <laughs> I'll make it. Yeah, I'll, I'll make make an offer to both of the. Well, the guy in the. How about this? Zahira, you go to one, Gwen, you go to the other. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're up for it. Okay. Right. I don't really... Um... No. How well, much? So how much are you going to No, offer? because I've already tried to hire him for... Well, then go to the other one. Well, you talked and... with him. Like, hey, there's this thing, maybe. It wasn't uh, like a done deal. It was watch me fight, because I'm going to go fight. i got to go fight now. <coughs> So, I mean, he knows about the offer. Right. Yeah, so... But then if I come and ask him to cheat for me, then he isn't going to trust me. Well, if you go to Why the Wookiee, I'll go to that guy. Yeah. There you go. Stand far enough away if you just tear your arms off. I mean, he, the, the Wookiee might outright refuse. Whatever. And besides, I'm over here with an oversized weapon, so if he tries anything, I'll turn him into a fucking Wookiee case. Is there, like, a prize purse? Yes. What is it? For Well, for... There's a uh, hundred thousand credits. Oh, fuck. We have forty-seven. Uh huh. Okay. But that is split sixty-forty between the champion and the contender. So everyone getting knocked out gets nothing, but the challenger will get at least forty thousand credits. And is this the semifinal? Go so oh. do we have we anything left to spend money on? <clears throat> is this the semifinal then? Yeah. So the winner of Brim and the Wookiee will face Tolman. So the, the winner of this match gets 40,000 minimum. Yep. We have 47,000 right now. 40,000 to take a dive and the notice of top people. Alright, no, it's top men. No. Alright, someone else's plan. Just tell me, hey, we have a lucrative contract that you can get you set up with uh, with a hut. As He's already been told them. The other one. Oh, the Wookiee? Yeah, and basically say, you know, if you want the job, all you have to do is take a dive. 
And you go to the other one and say, if you want the job, all you got to do is take a dive. And you'll set for life. You have business, right? I do, but that's not the way I do business. Yeah, but I mean, you've read the contract, We're right? Sh- Worst case scenario, the match goes on for an hour and they still haven't thrown a punch. <laughs> <laughs> that's really why I want to do this. I want to see what happens if two fighters are trying to throw a fight. Uh, What's your business? My business. You don't have to roll it. Just tell me what it is. Four uh, D. Okay, you had a whole week in hyper hyperspace to look over that contract. Did you? You bet I did. <laughs> the terms of it are pretty darn generous. It's a uh, fifty thousand credit sign on bonus. Hundred thousand credit <laughs> dental. Uh, Ooh, dental. Yeah. He has an amazing smile <laughs> for a hut. It's, well, it's important for a Wookiee, too. Right? Um, uh, lots of, you know, actually a pretty reasonable PTO. I mean, from an HR perspective, it looks really solid. 401k match, the whole thing. And a golden parachute at the end. Well, not uh, there, there are... Uh, there is, like... Give me that contract. I got me a new job. <laughs> Screw you guys. <laughs> Death and disability insurance, family benefit. It's I actually You're pretty nice. going to work as a bodyguard for us. So, I mean, really, that's Why easily not? a half million credit contract. Okay. So, we offer him a contract in exchange for throwing the fight. That's the idea, yeah. And that uh, kind of makes sense. You didn't say that until just now. You don't act like you, that was what you had to say. <laughs> well, <laughs> that kind of makes sense, though, because we could no, spin you, it that you if told you're going to work for the hut, you got to stay under the radar, and if you're going to be the finalist in this tournament, that's going to attract some notice. So we kind of want yeah, somebody sure. who's yeah on the DL. All right. So. so, yeah, before the final match, everyone, they're, like, circulating and uh, getting advice from all the... Yo-yos that are watching. And, hey, I've got my money on you. All right. So you've got a chance to make that offer to both of them. Yeah. So. See, but. <laughs> but what? As far as find, yeah, but originally we talked about uh, getting them to throw the fight to find out which one was honest. It's not. And if he's willing to throw a fight when people have probably bet on him and causing all sorts of people to lose their money because he was willing to throw throw a fight for his own benefit, then he's not honest. We're not looking for honesty. We're looking for loyalty. We don't give a damn about if they're a nice guy or not. Yeah, They're going to be protecting will, a crime boss. I mean, it's honesty up to a point, but it's who will do what they say they will when they're paid to do Remember, it. we just we just make the offer. It's not our problem. Yeah. All right, so our honesty is. So while Gwen's agonizing this, I'm going to go over to Zakesh and while he's getting fixed, say, if you can still understand us, you know, blink once for yes and twice for no. Zakesh he's in a coma. Blink. He's in a technological coma. What, so what did they do? Just dunk him in the back of the tank? Yeah, basically. I mean, they have like a whole setup there. No, so. no, no, guys. The tube goes in the other end. Don't you guys know anything about gam biology? So, do you go ahead and make that offer to both of them, or one of them, or do you find some other logical, paradoxical conundrum to establish? Um, I don't really think that it matters if he... I mean, I don't want to see him get killed by the other guy, though. 
That's why he's yeah. taking a fall. Yeah. They got an auto dock. <laughs> it's hard to negotiate with when he's in a back to tank. Do you want me to take one of them or uh, whichever you're more comfortable? Yeah, I'll just make him the I'll just make him the offer, and then he can decide how he wants to handle the rest of his fighting career. So you making the offer to Bryn or to the Wookiee? To Bryn. Okay, give me a negotiation roll. Sixteen. Mm. Oh. That's a very lucrative offer. Uh, okay, I'll do it. Take the job or do what? Well, I accept your proposition. Okay, so are you going to continue with the fight? Uh, I have to in order to save face. Okey-doke. And I will find a way to save face. Okie doke. Wookie? Yep. Give me a negotiation roll. Uh, twelve. The Wookiee says something to you in... What's the language? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That you can't quite pick up, but just from the body language, it sounds like, get the fuck away from me or I'm going to rip your arms off. (laughs) Reminds me of my prom. Um, okay. Uh, I was going to ask you to elaborate on that, but I'm afraid you know. He's it's used that a, joke in literally every <laughs> single session. I know. <laughs> All right. At this point, whatever actually happened is probably can't be better than a picture in my head. So, <laughs> so the uh, you know what? I've got one more force point. Yeah. Can I add, double my dice on that? If you want to. Is it an opposed thing? Like am I, is No, it, you had a target. Okay. You can spend a character point and make it because you needed a not 13. a character point. A Benny. You know what? I'll do that. For what, though? He wants to make it. Add a wild die. Okay. So. Yeah. Uh, you want to get the Wookiee to take the job, okay. too? We're going to see who wants it more. Basically, whoever loses the fight gets the job. <laughs> Alright. So the Wookiee is like, I'm going to rip your arms off. And you go... But wait, this is this is a dental. Sim- but wait, there's <laughs> more. Like, really, dental? <laughs> but we need you in one piece. He smiles and he's got like a chipped tooth. <laughs> Some of the teeth on the bottom are a little crooked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I realize this is a fucking train wreck, but <laughs> all right. Okay, I'm going to let you guys. I'm just going to leave. And let you guys run the show here and tell me how this works out. So what? Um, so describe this fight for me. <laughs> that wasn't part of the deal. <laughs> 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 You're the fucking game <laughs> God, payback. Where's my immersion tonight, man? <laughs> so so uh, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be like in Hot Shots, Don King with his two fighters, and they throw an air punch, and they both go down. <laughs> they uh, announce the final round. Everyone's like, yeah. And uh, so it starts with some circling, and the Wookiee is roaring, and the guy is like brandishing his his blade. Hour and a half later, still circling. (laughs) (laughs) And the guy, being smarter than the Wookiee, realizes what's happened first that they've both been bribed to do the same thing. So he realizes. 
He realizes first, we cannot continue circling and threatening. <laughs> Someone actually has to, like, throw a punch at some point, right? So he charges in on the attack. <coughs> and strategically cuts pretty non-vital places. Just, uh, and that enough to make him mad. triggers the Wookiee's rage. <laughs> yeah. At which point he forgets the deal and starts fighting in earnest. Um, so you do end up with an actual satisfying battle. But the guy, you can tell the guy is um, taking like taking light hits on shots that he could have avoided because you've seen his speed. Uh, so they put on a good 15 minute show, but it's closer to all-star wrestling. Uh, I mean, because the guy can pretty much measure exactly how much of the Wookiee's hits he wants to take. Uh, so he, he flops in the end, and is like, uncle, uncle, I give... Uh, and then the, the Wookiee whips his arm off. Yeah, and the Wookiee, the Wookiee is like, I win. And goes on to challenge Deathmatch Sergey. Shocky McGee. Shocky McGee. Oh, fresh That was vaguely satisfying. Thank you. So yeah. Vaguely that's, satisfying? That, that's how that works out. The crowd is really disappointed because a lot of people did lose a lot of money. But on the other hand, a lot of people made a lot of money because people bet on the Wookiee too. That part is kind of a zero-sum game. So he's off. He's now your neighbor in the back-to-tank. Uh, whoa, whoa. Two guys in the same back-to-tank? No, no, no. I mean, oh, Okay. I was going to say, that's a little... Multiple units. My God. Back to subdivision. So the final match is going to be tomorrow. The Wookiee versus Foley. Do we care? No, we got our guy. Ooh. We just got a guy who uses impossibly fast and really awesome in a fight who, if I'm, unless I miss my mark, is also going to be coming with us back to Nalhutta. So should we keep him and get rid of this guy? No, my point is that we have another we have another fighter to help us with the uh, the Bothan problem. See? Bothans. You mean the Bothans three. getting murdered by the current champion? No, finding oh, the one Bothan. We have to find <sighs> the second part of our task. Well, okay. How long does it take for someone to Nos- heal within yeah. the back to tank? You and... Uh, Numb nuts are both healed up by the next day. Okay. So we tell... Sorry, bud. Somehow you've grown an extra arm. Does that mean I get a bonus on my... (laughs) (laughs) Where... Plus one die. Where is the extra arm? Minus one die on all socials. No, that's the important part. That's the important part. Where is the extra arm? Since this rework, I don't need social skills. So it's the next day. What do you want to do? Go prison break. Have we found the Bothan? No. You know there's been some dead Bothans. Is there any sort of pattern to where the bed bed Bothans beyond are going into the beyond? Um, You pull Nick's trick and carefully map the locations of all the dead Bothans. I'm going to guess they're somewhat circular around the crooked tusk. Yeah. Whatever. 
Almost as though they were hauled off in a ground car and then just dumped at the first good game. Yeah, place. I knew we should have broken into the freaking. I told you, it was the stupid champion guy. Well, you saw well, yeah, it doesn't out. mean he's doing it there. I mean, he could have, like, a, a yeah. shitty apartment somewhere. Don't get too complex. He's drinking there. <laughs> okay. Are they, the next day's bout is going to start evening time, though? Yeah, it'll be the premier attraction. We got all day to raid the place. Sure. So is he just okay? So is the idea that he's just like using Bothans as punching bags to prep, or he's like just getting out his excess angst? Well, there's gotta be some reason he's killing Bothans. Bothans. The guy we're looking father. for is a Bothan. Yes, yeah. he's got a Superman complex. He disappeared. Just dumping bodies anywhere. I think he's in there nobody can touch him. Yes. Is Do there... we actually know that he's in custody? Don <laughs> told you. This Bothan is an imperial custom. Yeah. Is there an imperial installation on this planet, though? Uh, yes, numerous. Not just like a spaceport agent, but like an actual like. Yeah, I mean, this is an imperial controlled planet, so there's, you know, so the imperial have... DMV and the imperial fucking liquor store. Maybe. So I have the... imperial code. Can I just kind of try to? Maybe yeah. the Bothans are being held somewhere and interrogated by. The, that's when they're getting tortured and stuff with the shocks, and then when they're no longer useful, they turn them over to this guy who finishes them or something. For you need the 13. There is... Um, if we don't find them in here, we can at least find information telling us where they... A nearby them. Imperial office that has its own unit of stormtroopers and things going on. I mean, it's more or less administrative. Mm-hmm. But that can cover a lot of ground with the Empire. Pudgy stormtroopers. Yeah. So you think if this guy's being held anywhere, it might be there. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so are we going to go to this Imperial place? <coughs> sure. Um, everybody here who's wanted, raise your hand. Not me. And kind of you a little bit. like Okay, a little bit. So our Jedi... Okay, here's an so idea, Mr. Gant. <laughs> Take me in. Aren't you on that one of those two? Yes. That's what he's saying. Oh, bring I'm bringing you in. <clears throat> you bring me in, Mr. Gant Feinsman, uh-huh. and then we shall take the firepower that we have smuggled and start a disturbance and blast our way out with the... Um, I would like to maintain... By not being wanted status? Okay, well then, <laughs> here. Because it's incredibly useful to have at least one of us. Fine. No, you, I was going to use stuff. You could look to see if there's a bounty on you know, anybody around here. Some fucking bail skip yeah. that you could bring in for 100 credits and at recon. Just get in the place and see what's up. I'm saying you got one here, and then once I'm in there, <laughs> I can find out where the guy is, and then... Everyone else can bust me out while you're making sure that you are very visible somewhere else. (laughs) Which out of all of us, which one has the highest bounty? Uh, Probably me. You two are equal. Okay. Actually, yours is a little higher. Yeah. Because of the whole (laughs) the whole thing with the control tower left a bad. Shooting up the control tower on the. So you take him. That way no. we get. It was your idea, but money. they don't know that you were flying the ship. Not, not to mention he the was the one, He was also the one doing all the talking and taunting, mostly taunting. Got a point. So, so turn him and get the most credits out of it. Her, her. 
Did you just assume her gender? Okay. Sure. Okay. Um, I say I look good in a wanted poster. This, this still feels <clears throat> like we're going to have somebody locked inside who can't do anything or well, communicate with us. We smuggle a comlink in with her. Wait a minute. <laughs> I, I don't like your change of pronouns in discussing the plan. Well, okay. Are we, we going to use you that, or me? that implies hide or something in some body cavity? It doesn't <laughs> have to be a body cavity. Uh, I'm, I'm not volunteering small. to be smuggled into anywhere. Person. That's why I said me, and I will smuggle in a comlink, and then I'll tell you what's going on, and then you guys can bust us both out. Everybody. Why don't we just go this talk to the fisty guy? Like, I hey carried this uncomfortable plastic in my ass for seven years. <laughs> I highly doubt it's going to take seven years. <laughs> and being around this people, I've been uncomfortable long enough. So why don't we just go talk to the warriors and go to Fisty Guy and be like, Hey guys, where are these boffins coming from and how do we you know, get that, in there? That would be another way to do it. That's yeah. far less complex. But then I don't get to do the cool guys don't, don't look at explosions. Okay. No, but then I don't get to do the cool guys don't look at explosions as we run away. Fine, let's do it your way. I'm I'm okay with it. We, we can blow up lots of things. I, I, there's nothing stopping us from blowing stuff up this way either. Like we can still <laughs> blow stuff up. That, that's never been off the table. Um, what I was originally thinking when we first landed, if this thing is built out of a spaceship, yep. Are there hatches somewhere that we can de-weld and crawl in as a secret entrance? Sure. There you go. I'm resourceful. I'm contributing. Does anyone know how to de-weld? How to de-weld? <laughs> Hi. Isn't that called cut? Yeah, sure. Or who, punch. who has a plasma also cutter? Punch. Hey, I, I went to university. Depending on how well welded it is, you can also just... I have a laser cutter. I rolled cutter. snake eyes on my streetwise. So. Yeah, I've got a laser cutter, and I know how to do all that stuff, so repair checks. So when are you doing this? Like the following day? Sure. Bright and early. All right. Would that be mechanics? Yes. Wow. Fourteen. That's enough. Why are we breaking in instead of just going in and asking? (laughs) I don't know that part, actually. My plan was just to go in. (laughs) Okay, so... (laughs) I assumed they wouldn't let us in, I guess, so that... Wait, the an internal assumption? I There's don't know. a new okay. hatch now. It's so while well, you guys are breaking in, I'm just going to go knock on the door. <laughs> you're climb in, stand in the hallway, and be like, hey. to say that I'm Nice the, distraction. The SI of Star Wars. Okay. And I want to interview So you're, you're at the door bluffing. You're cutting somewhere around back. I guess I'll go with him because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was my stupid plan to begin with. So, so you knock... At the big glass team, baby. And you hear this... Like, the grunt of a large Gamorrean. Mm-hmm. And knock again. You hear the kind of electronic speech of the of Greel. And he says, uh, Go away, please. We are closed. This is Candy Striper from SI. <laughs> <laughs> Give me... A nice name. Deception. Uh, That's one 21. Of cutting skills. Oh, you did it already. Mm-hmm. The Candy Striper from SI? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he opens up the door. You, I don't have that much charm. You look shorter on TV. 
or taller or something. blonder or something. <laughs> More feminine. But TV always does that to you. <laughs> <clears throat> TV ads subtracts 10 pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I've heard that. <laughs> and makeup. Makeup is crazy. Hey, you did really shitty last night. Are you with her? Yes. Come back next year. You show promise. <laughs> Thank you. You suck really bad. So we, we were just wondering, like, what you do for... Tr- What's his name? The fighter? Shield? Shul? Uh, no. Toll Rain. Toll Rain. The, the He's not inviting you in. You're having this conversation at the doors of the threshold. Well... My gand here uh-huh. <laughs> is interested in a long-term career in this cage match. <laughs> we we have we have had some people like that that like getting hurt. And this one grows quickly. There is psychotherapy available. Oh, um, this one needs, need to, this one needs, to need to double some good somehow. training tips. Mm-hmm. What does your man train with? What does he train on? Oh, uh, well, well, he eats a lot of raw meat and uh, does a lot of... Uh, you know, this is actually kind of a bad time. Uh, could you come back at maybe, say, 5.30 and we could talk about this? I do have a deadline. Uh, meanwhile... Out back. <laughs> Tweedledum and Tweedledumber. Yeah, yeah you too. Okay. Yeah, uh, you just made a new door in the building. Come, on. Come in, it's all dark. Yep. And flashlight. Uh, of course I get my smile. Oh, please. As you slip all in. Those biscuits? <laughs> as you slip in, you see a familiar uh, land speeder come around back to the warehouse. Part and like the door opens up and it slides in and it closes down. And you're kind of in the shadow of this new opening in the building to see that happen. It's kind of gross. Okay, so. I need to find where that speeder is. Well, it'd be off that way to the right in the dark, but well, less dark because. Yeah. Flashlight. No, not anymore. Screw <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, something's coming out. Strobe off. light! Start exploring randomly. <clears throat> looking for clues. All right. Because the car that he saw just pulled into the... Well, we can explore in that direction. All right. So this approach works for the Scooby gang, you know? I'm going to... I have Does a lot of piece of paper that I'm shoving into the latch of or the door. Fred. All right. Give me a uh, skullduggery. Just like you do it smooth enough that they don't notice, but it keeps like falling back out. They're like, no, seriously, come back. We'll, we'll, I'll have, you know, Bar- uh, Toll Rain will be here and maybe he can talk to your man. Okay, himself. well, that would just be swell. All Thank right, you. Thanks, you, thanks for coming. Have a nice day. Okay, as he's closing the door, I'm just going to kind of put my tool. Just before it 
the giant blast door that goes. <coughs> oh, oh, sorry. I thought it was a door door. It's a big blast door on the front where oh, you okay. went around and knocked it. There was like a little people door by the okay. loading docks around back. Then never mind. I'll keep my toes. In a Star oh. Wars twist of irony, she loses a foot. <laughs> <laughs> no! Okay. Um. One meets her mother. So, All right. Team inside the building. Yes. Um, um, sneaky search. Give me some stealth or stealth and search. Uh, stealth is not one anymore. Uh, stealth is skullduggery. No agility. stealth. Oh, stealth it's is under agility. Oh, it's yeah, under it's agility. agility. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sneak and hide yourself. Twelve. Okay. Uh, fourteen. You were all being sufficiently stealthy. Okay. There's a minimum of grunting and ouch in the dark, and you're able to make your way toward the back, more or less the back of the house, Mm -hmm. where like here's where we store our liquor, and here's like and get to kind of the warehouse part of the building, and you see the ground car uh, pulled up in there. A lot of space around this, and it's kind of set up in the middle of this pretty wide open area. And you see uh, there's a chair and a spotlight and a bothan in the chair, manacled, and an Imperial uh, commander is strutting around him. We have ways of making you talk. You know, if there was ever a reason for us to have Pacifog, this would be the time. And uh, there are also four stormtroopers and and Tull Rain is there with his but he's got a shocking blouse and uh, the commander is pacing around and saying we already know from your associates that you were aspiring a spy ring not aspiring yeah. uh, aspiring to be bonds <laughs> that you are aspiring you need to tell us what information you have gleaned from the Empire, or it will go very hard on you. And then Tolrain knocks his gloves together and makes sparks fly. Is this in the garage? Yeah, in the in the okay. warehouse part. So in theory, there's a sliding door between yeah. the house and the outside. Yes, that the car just came through. That you saw the car go through. So if we start things and on the odd chance they go awry, it's not... Yeah, there's the people door back there too. That you yeah, we can just open a big door, steal um, the speeder, and go. They'll never catch us then. Before I do anything, because I'm gonna want to get into a fight here, um, <laughs> call them on the com link. Yep, give them you know the 20 second rundown. Come to the gate. Your man with the shot gloves is about to beat up the boss, and there's stormtroopers that we can kill with clear conscience. This one is so excited. There were clones. There were clones. Yeah. I kind of get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because the Clone Wars was sort of the predecessor of the Stormtroopers. Kind of. Kind of. I mean, the the Stormtroopers were around. They made clones of all the best Stormtroopers. That's kind of how they got the Stormtrooper Armada, as it were. Armada, the wrong word, because they're not ships, but. I get you. It was a wedding cigarette. He was quoting one of the movies. What? Okay, so yeah, you, you get in position with Gwen. Dingledorf is not there to fight your battle for you, though. Okay. Dingledorf? The guy you hired. Oh. 
Yeah, I was gonna say, where is he? He's back up. His frickin' hotel room watching porn. <laughs> Convalescing. <laughs> He's healing. We should have made this his first. Netflix and chill. I'll do that now. That's not part of my contract. You haven't signed it. I don't know what the contract is. It's like a 20 page typewritten contract with like a scrawl PS. Help us fight storming. <laughs> <laughs> handwriting it on the last page. All right. If I assume that they're like at the front gate, how much time is it? Like a two-minute thing to expect them to be able to come around to where we are, or a ten-minute thing? Or it's not that big. Okay. It'd be thirty seconds. Oh, okay. I'll wait for them. You're gonna run from the front of the school around to the back of the school. <clears throat> I'll, I'll wait for them. Okay. Unless they're about to kill the guy. No, they're, he's, he's speechifying and trying to... Okay. It's going to be a long, slow torture session. He's okay. monologuing. I mean... No, it's true. We'll get, we'll get out the data recorder and just get all the... <laughs> Start live-streaming it? Yeah. <laughs> Broadcast this out to Mr. Universe. And can't stop the signal now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can basically pull the trigger whenever you're ready. Roll awareness. All of us, or just him? Everyone. You're all in position. Oh. Oh. Thirteen, I got a one. Okay, Zahira. Uh, Thirteen. Twenty-two. Twenty-two for Zakesh Thirteen. Thirteen for Gwen DeMarco. 12 for Quint Moltra. Okay. 12 for Quint Moltra. And our Jedi, Corwin. 26. Woo! So, yeah. Zahira's so like, okay, ready? On my mark. And you're already. <laughs> the two are like crouching tiger hidden cockroach. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. So there is. Me too. There's the shock <laughs> boxer, four stormtroopers, and the commander, who doesn't seem to be armed. Uh, maybe he's got a vibroblade or something, but he, he doesn't have anything out right now. He's got a swagger stick okay. right now. Uh, so, who are you going after? I guess I'll start with a stormtrooper. Okay. Lightsaber. <laughs> All right. And I'll get a 20. You hit. Give me damage. And damage was, again, over there, right? Is one of those dice special? No. One of those dice needs to be special. Okay. Uh, 16, 19, 22. All right, you kill a trooper. Just... <laughs> and, yeah. Never saw it coming. Now, you can take up to three intentional actions. Okay, cleave into the next one. Each one, every additional action you take, costs you a die. And okay. that also includes reactions. So if you need to dodge out of the way... If you actually want to roll your dodge or roll your parry defensively, that's also an action. So your dice go down each time. But yeah, you can do a second second swing. Yeah, I'll do a second swing. Okay. I have a gun somewhere. Just 14, 18. Yes. Um, Looking at the back. Same dice for damage. Oh, blaster. Oh, blaster. 
Okay, we'll assume that you've already you sliced the door and sure. yeah, because you wouldn't have said go until everyone was ready. Right. So, well, uh, I assume he got in there somehow. So, well, these three got in there through the hatch. I thought we all came around and followed them up and in because he kind of like does. Oh, I thought you went around to the people door. Oh, well, that, that works too. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, yeah, ironic. We came through the wall and he came <laughs> through the people door. <laughs> What race is the people door? Everybody else goes through this door. We have to go through a people door. Thank you. Uh, Next, we'll be breathing in the wall. (sighs) Well. (laughs) Alright, so yes, you can get up to Shocky Mc. Shock Pants. What are you going to do to him? Uh, Punch punch him in the face. Okay. That seems good. His. Brawling parry is 9D, which means uh, what now? 27 to hit. 27, you say? Mm-hmm. Um, do we really need this Bothan alive? Yes, because he has information that the hut... I sacrificed a force point, so you didn't have to So I have a lovely thimble detonator and a grenade. Uh, All right, um, I will, I guess, spend a force point. Okay. Drop down and attempt to punch him in the face. Okay. You need a 27. So, this doubles my dice. Does he have any ridiculous soak, too? Uh, not really. Okay, so right now my brawl is at 5d plus 1, so I would have 10d plus 2? Yep. What does that reflect? Like his wax on, wax off ability? Yeah, his ability to block a punch. 32, 38, 40. And then damage as normal. I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't help. he already hit. I know. It wouldn't help yeah. with damage. Uh, uh, who were you hitting? Tolrain, the shock boxer. Oh, and you're one point away from what? Actually doing Stunning damage. him or doing anything to him. Oh, okay. He's tough, mm-hmm. but it, oh. he's 5D strength. I mean, or 5D resilience. Yeah. Uh, and then plus 2D against physical attacks because of his tough skin. Mm-hmm. Reptilian hide. So you run up, give him your best tear your heart out punch and really just succeed in knocking him back and knocking the breath out of him. So you have knocked him back away. You know, he was kind of circling the chair looking mm-hmm. threatening and you knock him further out into the warehouse. Okay. And now let's see. Um, actually, as long as I'm doing things, I'm going to try punching him again. Okay. Because I have a force point on board. It yep. makes sense. Might as well. Do I lose two die or Just one? one? 
Yeah, you've got the dice to hit him again. Yeah. I might actually do this three times. Yeah, you get up to three intentional actions. There's a lot of ones and twos. Jesus, good Gee. lord. Wow. Can you add it up to 27? Mm-hmm. I'm going to doubt it. Um, that's 10. 21. So the second hit is a failure. Okay. That's a little more like it. 10, 20, 29. Okay, hits. Hits. Come on, baby. Pull that six. Back to the ones. Uh, it's going to be less than the previous one, so 4, 4, 4 is 12, 17, yeah. All right. Again, it connects. doesn't harm him, but you manage to push him, you know. Mm-hmm. So you're just coming in with this, like, whirlwind of blows. Uh, he manages, you know, the first one pushes him back. Yep. You come in for another one, and he blocks it off. And then your third punch again just pushes him back. So you're pushing him back mm-hmm. away from this general scrum that's, you know, closer to the bottom yep. in the chair. Uh, you can survive a thermal detonator, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it's going to be my question. Just planting the seed. Well, I think that's... Uh, I want a grenade. Can you survive a grenade? It's going to be roughly the same as a thermal detonator, as far as that goes. I don't know what the relative damages are. How, how, what's your feeling of fire versus... Uh, it, I, I, energy, energy versus physical, Yeah, which are the same resistance for me. So. I just meant personally. Um, <laughs> well... Okay, well, what's it, what's the monster hair's name again? Tolrain. Okay. Tolrain! I'm going to, I'm going to shoot at him with my blaster, I guess, okay. for now. Uh, 14. Holy crap. <laughs> what? He's very dodgy. Really? Oh, shit. How did they build this character with 12 character points to give him 11D and dodge? 11D? Are you kidding me? Hit armor, maybe? How is it even possible? Yeah. So, uh... I could see it with that guy. Grin. I'm I'm calling that, calling bullshit on that, because that's crazy. Uh... Yeah, especially with... With 11 D and dodge, and he's not actively many, dodging because you're D in in soak. Lot, lots, and lots, and no, 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 not that many. But uh, uh, he's he is busy dealing with Gan, so he is not paying attention. You made a 13, so you hit your target. Okay. You can roll the pointless damage. No. Pointless damage, really? Oh well, I got a. Maybe not so pointless. No. Uh, 17. Okay. Yeah, Blaster lights him up from behind. And he's like, ow, that stings! But if it's energy, does he lose two die resistance? Uh, plus, he loses one die. So you'd have 18. Okay. And it's 17. Just ow, that stings. Uh, <clears throat> Zero. 
I'll shoot the officer. Okay. as he was about to order the stormtroopers to hustle the prisoner back into the car. But now the stormtroopers are... I'll take a second shot of the stormtrooper. All right. Uh, 20? Yep. Whole rain gets to go. I am gonna mess you up, Buttercup. <laughs> okay. Are you scared? This I'm scared. Build me up, Buttercup. Just made the short list of theme songs for this. Sorry. Come on. What's your Perry? He is. Uh, yes, he does. All right. Strength plus one D. Oh, I see. Variable setting. Uh, he had this set to stun, because he was torturing someone, not killing, trying to kill them. Uh, so, actually, not all that much damage. 23. Oh. <laughs> he puts the voltage through you, you know, connects, and is like... <laughs> Do you have that magic wire coat on? I do. <laughs> the, the special sweater. Oh, yeah. So what's that duty? What's... That, what puts, it, that, I, puts, that puts them both to 25. Okay. Otherwise, without that, energy would be 22, and this would have actually done something. All right. Welcome. So, so thank you. So he turns the... Uh, <laughs> what I thought that would have been useful. But he, it worked. He Stay turns the voltage up. Stay by the Christmas sweater. Hits you again. So it'll be one action to turn the voltage up. Yep. He hits you. Down if you die. Thank you. Let's roll that on a say, shall we? <laughs> I just have to kill I'm just trying to keep my bug alive. My theory is 12. 50. He, okay. hits. he hits you. I'm uh, assuming that since we're I'm soapy, not dodging. engaging in this fight, that our current Bothan is going to coincidentally be the correct Bothan. <laughs> of course it is. Hey, <laughs> hey. Occam's razor. If he's not, I'm going to kill him myself. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> Tell us where he is! Sorry, DM's razor. It's the only Bothan we've seen alive. Ergo. 19. It's the right one. 25. Are you kidding me? 31. Are you fucking kidding me? What? 32. Are you fucking kidding me? Is that the same oh, dice you use for the spiders? What's, All your, right. what's your soak now? Uh, 25. Okay, so you're wounded. Jesus, you whiner. <laughs> Never happened before. It happened once. Well, you yeah, did it to your dragon <laughs> twice. Uh, it was the big thingy too. So yeah, he finally uh, delivers enough juice that you're feeling a little singed. Uh, and it is Quint Moltres' turn. Question: How does automatic weapons work in this game? More dice. How many more dice? I don't know. You you looked up the stats. You tell me. Well, it's a seven D weapon. Then just roll so 70. Okay. Well, okay. Um, I'm slightly more smoky. Not than to he hit. Is. I mean, he for is way more dodgy. Oh. Than 70 so will be your damage because it's an automatic weapon. You use your normal gunnery skills. Like 
13's not going to cut it, I'm guessing. Who are you shooting at? Stormtrooper. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to shoot at Punchy, but probably not. He's not paying attention, so 13 will cut. Hit, hit for, uh, for Gwen. He'll be paying attention now, though. Motherfucker. All ones? No, he no. a four and a three and a two in there, but the rest are ones. Eight. So not all ones. Sixteen. <laughs> so not enough. Okay. What the heck? It's been happening all night to all of us. Wait, I have to flip my setting to... Why is that stun? Not not soft pellets. <laughs> Automatic nerf. You want to take another shot? Yeah. Okay. Now he gets the Yahtzee on ones. Ten's not going to do anything. Nope. Why did you get rid of three dice? Two dice were added for the damage. Oh, he was rolling 70 for damage, but... Eleven's not going to cut it either. All right. All right. You're just, like, brand new weapon. Haven't taken time to familiarize yourself with it. You're um, in the dining room. He's going to be the... Stormtroopers go! The PlayStation commercial. Did they make him a round check? No. <laughs> Stormtroopers don't have morale. They, there's only one Stormtrooper now. Well, one's wounded and one's not. So there are two. I, I thought he attacked one and killed one. I, I, I wounded one. Wounded one. Oh, he just wounded one? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so they, they're they out. Like, commander's <clears> down. <throat> shit's going down. We're getting out of here, but they're doing like a fighting retreat. So they're just backing up, uh, leveling their blasters. One, two, three, four, five. Reroll six. One at Buggy, and one at the Jedi. What's your dodge, uh, Zekesh? Nine, eleven, twelve. Okay. This is you. Nine, eleven, twelve. Probably misses you. Thirteen. Say thirteen. Dodge. <laughs> fourteen. So they're just sort of lay, laying down a general spray of blaster fire and backing out. Uh, and the commander's dead. So we're back to uh, you, Corwin. Yeah, they'll take out another stormtrooper. Make it two. Sixteen hits. The wounded one or the not wounded one? Not wounded. 12, 22, 28, 30. Okay. Not wounded one is now two half stormtroopers. Okay, then I might as well throw an attack on the other one. Okay. We'll get 6, 8, 11, 17. Hits. Alright. That's enough to wound him a second time. So as the blow descends, he looks you in his eyes in your eyes and is like, I was three days from retirement. <laughs> <laughs> a stormtrooper? Yeah. So it's Third action or is that good? That's good. Okay. Uh, Zakesh. 
one leg. Um. Okay, so I'm probably not gonna be able to hit this guy anymore. What can I do? Grapple him. Is there anything around me that I could maybe use in the environment? Uh, of course. It's a weird, freaky warehouse, and there's like cables dangling down, and jump in the speeder and back over them. Uh, like a, a pallet jack, you know, a grab pallet jack, <coughs> and barrels, and what are you looking for? I, ideas. Yeah, basically. <laughs> there's, a, there's a chain hoist hanging from the ceiling. Okay. Um, what is attached to the chain hoist? Is it like a hook? A or? hook. Yeah, it's like the kind of thing you use to lift a heavy cargo and slide it around. Okay. Um, I'm assuming that's controlled from like a control crane thing type somewhere? Or uh, No, it's, it's the kind with just the real simple kind. With just work, the way yeah. system? It's got the loop okay. and, then a, and then the hook hanging down. Okay. Is there... You said he's not wearing armor. He is wearing armor. He's got special shock boxing armor. Oh, okay. Protects him from his own voltage. Gotcha. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to try and take this hook. Yeah. And hook it into his armor. Okay. And pull him up. Okay, I'm liking it. So give me a little bit more colorful description. All right. Like, how are you going to manage this while okay, he's trying so to I've kill been, you? Okay, so I've been pushing him back. He's yep. swung at me a couple <clears> times. <throat> so I'm going to kind of move to the side, run, grab this hook, do like a swing around thing, so I kind of like, there's a wall right there, so I kind of run, kick off of that, come back with a hook, lay next to him, hook it in, Yep. and then jump over the chain and just yank down on it. Okay, so I'm going to need a dex check from you. Okay, and I'm at minus one? Yes, minus one D for the wound. That is unfortunate. And... Um, Straight agility? Yep, straight agility. Athletics. Oh, I like athletics. Let's uh, do that. Where's athletics? It's under bronze. Hey, hey, I like that better too. <laughs> hey, I made a good suggestion tonight. <laughs> that sounds like a very athletic thing to do. Get just think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I spend a penny for his reroll? Sure. Well, I'm in a nine right now, which I'm assuming won't do it. No. So. Sure. I'll spend it. You can add a add a wild die, or re-roll the whole thing. You're looking for um, a thirteen. Well, I'm happy that since he got a beat a nine. Ten. But five. not a thirteen, since he kindly gave me that information. Um, yeah, you have a fifty-fifty on the on the wild die. That's true. Yeah. To re-roll the whole thing. Um, ten. Your ten. I'd, I'd go with the re-roll the whole thing. It's less than 50-50 if you re-roll. Yeah. The GM is right. Less than add good or less than bad? I think it's better to add. Your average is 10.5 if you re-roll everything. Yeah. Right. So you have a less than 50% yes. chance of rolling a 13 and an exactly 50% chance. Nice. Six. Seven. So that's going to be eight. If it eight, it's over 13 either way. Yes. So describe how cool this is. Okay. So I just did that. Okay. <laughs> just like you. Just Do like you said. Do you remember? So, yeah. yeah. You. Yeah. No, I run over the wall. I kick off of it, grab the chain coming back, hook it into his clothes. Then I kind of jump over and grab the chain and just, like, yank it down with my power. All right. So he, his feet come off the floor. And suddenly he has, I mean, you know, those chain pulley hoists mm-hmm. have a really low ratio. So, like, you have to 
pull the chain a lot to raise the hook a little. Yeah. But it's enough to get his feet off the floor. And suddenly Samson's kind of lost his... Like, you really can't punch when you're hanging yes. by a hook in your chain. And uh, he roars. He's quite cross at you, mm. but essentially helpless. Okay. Uh, the other stormtrooper uh, just crawls toward the door, like trying to get the F out of here. Uh, what do you choose to do with him? I mean, he's at your mercy at this point. Well, I'll just hold the lightsaber at his throat and stop. Okay, you'll just be like, it's cool, man. I was literally three days from retirement. <laughs> Can I just go collect my goddamn pension? You have no idea you can, how you, you shitty of a job this has been for 25 years. You can wait till we're gone, then you can go do it. Okay. So in the corner, shut your stupid mouth. <clears throat> So yeah, you're you basically that takes care of it. Uh, you're able to uh, free the Bothan, who is in fact Nesk Dulia, the leader of the spy ring. And he's like, "Thank you. That's <laughs> thank you. I'll be going now. Super, what do we do? <laughs> super cool. Uh, and now we torture him for information. Who the <laughs> fuck are you guys? Your worst and women and bugs. Um, click click." We're the ones saving from the Imperials. Any other questions? Uh, who sent you? We are friends are you of Nonham. He's the one that gave us the mission. Right? Yeah. yeah. We, we are, are friends of Nonham. Which doesn't sound like Alex's no name at all. No. Uh, he's like, what, what does he want? Save you. Why? Don't ask questions. He We're wants, saving you. He wants to get in contact with you. Oh, okay. Well, uh, um, when these guys don't get back, there's going to be a lot of Imperial activity, so... Come with us if you want to. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, is there any kind of idea on the officer that we can strip off? And yeah. Get, you know. uh, he is commander... So you have, like, uh, the plans of uh, Lee's invasion and his boot? No. Uh, he does have a name, though. Commander Dashoff. Because, of course... So are you getting the F out of town? I think that's wise. Does anyone else disagree, or... Um, are we? I mean, if he's willing to come with us, and we can pick up the other guy on the way. The other guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, sure. But what are we? What are we doing with uh, Mister Chain Hooky Hangy guy now? Just leave. Unless you want to just coup de gras or something. I, don't I, I have a feeling it could take a while. <laughs> Reconsider your life choices. It's a good good time for a lecture, isn't it? Mm. Well, <laughs> set up an e-web blaster and hold it there for an hour. We could always try and figure out what the heck the Bothan knows that's so important to know him. You could ask him. Well, well we okay. got a whole extra gate right. on the way yeah. back. So, on the way back. No, so, my, my only concern is there are people with the life who have seen me being involved in this nonsense. No, they're not. Well, there's that guy, there's a stormtrooper that we didn't kill. And now that he's we're, helpless, we're and now that he's helpless and unarmed, he's I He's three days him. from retirement, though. He's like, Why yeah. don't we take him with us? Sure. He's Why? So we can show him on there so a lot? He, so he loses his retirement? <laughs> hey, he's going to have Imperial sentence. <laughs> he could probably get us out of one Imperial bathroom. And what? What? <laughs> uh, you know, Exploring across the table. Considering the last movie, the stormtrooper that turned good was a sewage worker. Uh, Alright, I'm going to call it there. Yeah. So, because uh, it's late. Um, Alright, so we will leave you uh, preparing to jump into hyperspace. Everyone earns four character points.
Chippewa Valley Geek Actual Play and Community Theater Podcast was brought to you by Baron Von Productions. The Star Wars role-playing game Revised and Expanded Edition was published by West End Games. For more information, check out www.chippewavalleygeek.com Be sure to tune in next time when our Star Warriors find many Bothans die. that Netflix thing? Did you say you were divorced or widowed? <laughs> Does anyone remember how to play this game? Everybody um, wants some. Are you making him a gangbang? Please tell me you are. No. I don't think I would fit in my mouth. <laughs> Damn. Come on, dude. Come on, mush it down and try Do it. it. It's the Plus same thing. Game. You just gotta... For those of you listening, it's a, it's a sloppy McGangbang is what that is. What is it? A McGangbang is when you get a double cheeseburger and a McChicken. And you separate the double cheeseburger, put the McChicken inside. Oh, oh awesome. So it's basically what he did, except he didn't stick the yeah. McChicken inside the double cheeseburger. Yeah, for, for those listening, Nick just took the McChicken, stuck it on top of the McDouble, and shoved the entire <laughs> thing in his mouth at once. So it's it's... It's a little weird. It's a little freaky. I'm, I'm kind of uncomfortable. I had no intention of doing this. I didn't really run it up. So. All right. I was going to eat them like an old person one at a time. Yeah. But the real question was it good for you? Or really? No. Did it get weird? It, it got really weird. <laughs> Mostly because of you. <laughs> the fly had a nickel every time I heard that. I mean, the stirring was just creepy. It's <laughs> <laughs> not so much a stirring. <laughs> Drooling in the heavy breathing. <laughs> anyway. We'll go last. I'm Jack. I'm taking a shit. <laughs> Jack, you want to do your introduction from the bathroom? Bloop. Bloop. So do you want to do your introduction from the bathroom? I could, but that would be rude. All right. My name is Jack, and I am playing Quint Moltra. The uh... I didn't hear the synchro. Did you hear the synchro? I, I was paying more attention to whether he left the door open so it would air out. I wash my hands. Fecal water. Right That's funny because I was leaving it there. Start um, over, Jack. All right. We'll cut that. Maybe. No, I cut this. Oh, I actually didn't. That was a joke.
What? I did not actually drop a deuce in there. Oh, okay. that's a joke. <laughs> he dropped the mother load. Well, that's okay. No, I've just been drinking coffee since seven this morning. I'm, I'm sorry. Beast trace. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, if you drink right coffee, it's like tracer. Never mind. Three. I'm sorry. Two. <laughs> Not even chunky yet. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Make sure to let us know. (laughs) So, what dropped you or anything? (coughs) My name is Jim. I don't want to be rude. Joel, I want elephants. Lots of them. Yes. Exotic showgirls is my fault. He wants a bang on Yeah. Hey, can you, you can regrow limbs? I can regrow So you limbs. can literally beat someone to death with your own severed arm and you'll be okay. Yes. So you could regrow an arm in four days. How many arms do you have? Just two. We don't talk about that. <coughs> Just, I mean, I have a tiny one. I'm touching myself. <laughs> no, I mean, I. So <laughs> Can I go back to the last imagery of the sweaty shoes or something? If you'd like. I can't make it too complex for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Jack, lesson. <laughs> All right. So Are you still mad about that? That's every game you run. But here's the things you guys should have known in the background that you did that you didn't ask about. Can I just say how wonderful it is that... That reputation hasn't applied to me. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. No, no, we just need the written similar earlier. These are disgusting. Thank you. Yeah, I was they, wondering they if they were yeah. good or bad. It's like, I like the frosting thing, but then, like, you hit the cream in the middle, and it's like, a pitcher. So, mm. is that kind of your impression, too? Yeah. The first um, five seconds are probably satisfying, not. and then after that, it goes down real fast. That's All what right. She said. All right. Yep. Love you. Reminds me of my problem. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. Good night. Okay. My work is done here. <laughs>